Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. This is season three, episode 16 of Cuckoo with Coco, and we are back. It's been a while. How are you guys doing? My voice sounds a little craggly this morning because I legit just woke up about 20 minutes ago, half an hour ago. I have not even had a f- sip of coffee yet, so here's where we are. Um, the noise in the background, if you hear it, is the air conditioner um, kicking on. Shouldn't be on for too long, though, but we'll see. Um, so we have a lot to catch up on and we have such little time to do it in. So we'll see how this one goes, (laughs) but we're back in action. Um, a lot of things have happened since the last time we spoke, which I don't even remember when's the last date of my last episode, May 20th. Holy fuck sticks. All right. Big inhale. So May 20th, let's see. So May 20th, what was I doing? I don't even remember what I was talking about in May, but as of now, I have found my own place. I have switched jobs because that insurance job was a piece of shit. Um, I'm back to cutting hair and um, I, uh, sorry, I just looked at my phone. I am back to cutting hair at the Benjamin Kyle Salon in Coco. Uh, And what's funny about that, that is, excuse me is that I did work there in February, and then I quit. And then I think I went through the series of text messages I got from that guy who acted like a crazy person. Um, He's still a little bit crazy, still a crazy person, but I am learning to take people with a grain of salt because I don't know their underlying intentions, and I don't want to be another victim on an ID discovery show. That channel is all about deaths and everything else. So... uh, Speaking of things that I've watched, um, this the Dirty John series on Netflix is actually pretty good. I watched the one, the original one, Dirty John, with uh, Eric Bana, and I forget the other bitch's name, but she was from American Horror Story. Uh, she, <clears throat> he like preyed on women, and then like I don't know what his deal was, but he lied about who he was so that he could marry these women and take their money. So he was like the opposite of what a black widow is. He was the guy version of it, which I was like, dude, just just be a human being and do the right thing. Like, this is why psychology fascinates me. It's because you never know what people are thinking and you never know what actually triggers people to do something. So that's why I think psychology is fascinating, because I like to study like I like to I want to understand what people are thinking when they do certain things. Like, I would like to understand my boss's thinking sometimes when he asks me questions. Because he always makes... Like, if my... Okay, here's a perfect perfect example. Perfect example, excuse me. Perfect example of what I mean when I say I want to know what he's thinking. My hair natural is beautiful, okay? And with this Florida humidity, it does not make sense to be straightening my hair all the time. Right now, my hair looks crazy because I just woke up and it was in a bun and I toss and turn like crazy, I guess, when I have these crazy ass dreams. Anyway, so anytime I go into work with my hair natural, my boss always says the craziest shit to me. He always goes, can I do your hair before we start? That's the, that he did that last week or the week before, but he was like, can I do your hair for you? And I'm like, Yeah, I guess. Like, I knew it was going to be a thing, but I went into work like that with my hair like that as peaceful protest because my hair natural looks fine. My hair does not look a mess when it is natural, wavy, curly, whatever it is. 
And I wanted to be like, you goofed up my hair when you decided to do a Brazilian blowout on me, which straightened my hair within an inch of its life. I no longer have curls. My hair has decided to just be straight. I threw out that Brazilian blowout shampoo and conditioner because I didn't want my hair looking like a dead rat. Now, I had to redo my haircut last week. I redid my haircut in the morning before I went to work because the layers he did were just too crazy long. And I'm like, okay, so this guy either isn't paying attention to hair types or he just doesn't know how to cut my hair, which is fine because not a lot of people know how to cut my hair because my hair has so many different textures in it. You wouldn't know what to do with it when you first looked at it. Now, my hair straight is beautiful. But like I said, with this humidity out here, I cannot be bothered. I go outside and my hair wilts as soon as I go outside. Okay? Don't want to deal with that. So I'd rather just not straighten it and then be disappointed when I walk out the door five seconds later. And he doesn't seem to understand that because he does not know my hair, which is fine. But in any case, I have, um, I, I got to tell you, cutting people's hair is interesting. Because you always get the one or two that you don't know what they've been doing their entire life. Like you do not know how they have made it this far or if they're going to make it out the door that day. And when I say that, I'm referring to a specific person whose hair I did on Saturday. And I've done her hair before and it'd come out beautifully. So now this lady comes back in and she goes... Uh, she has me, she's booked with me again for a women's haircut, not an express cut, which is what she had last time because she, uh, she got, she got an express cut for $12. Okay. That's what we charge for it. So now she's booked for an appropriate session, which is a women's haircut, which includes a shampoo, a blow dry and a haircut, not in that order. But she wanted to get a pixie. Like, she showed me the tightest pixie I've ever seen on a white female. She is an Asian female. And if you know anything about their hair, two different ballgames. So I said to her, are you sure you want that haircut? Because you don't have the same texture of hair. So it's not going to it's, it's look the same. She goes, yes, that's what I want. So I said, okay. So I started doing the haircut and a pixie on, and she actually came in. This is what made me mad in the beginning. She actually came in and had the audacity to say that her first haircut was inadequate. And I was like, are we serious? Inadequate. And first of all, insult to my face. Like, are you, are we serious? Insult to my face? Cool. Um, anyway, I was like, Oh, you didn't like the last haircut? She goes, no, not really. But let me just tell you for reference, it was exactly what she asked for. And the same thing happened this time. We gave her exactly what she asked for this time. And she still said she was unhappy. First of all, you can't do, this is the problem. So I, I did the haircut, Ben finished it because I was having some issues with the bangs in the front. So he showed me a little trick of how to do it. I was watching, came out beautiful. You know what this woman had the nerve to say? She said that, um, what'd she say to me? She said that, uh, <laughs> she said she has an Asian face. So that's why the haircut didn't look good on her. And I was like, what? Like in my mind, I didn't say what out loud, but I was like, what did she say? And then she goes, she said she used to go to smart style, which I wasn't really surprised with the way she was acting. Like some people you can just tell that the haircuts they get are subpar. So she was like, yeah, I used to go to Smart Style and see this woman, but I really got tired of hearing her talk about her drug addict son. Ah, okay. I was like, um, <laughs> like who even knows what to say to that? I didn't know what to say to that. I like looked around and I was like, did anyone else hear that? And it was just me and her. So I was like, okay, great. Um, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. And then she started asking me how um, how long I've been doing hair. Now, when someone asks you that, it's because they're not having a good time anymore. So I'm like, okay. She does not like the way I'm cutting her hair. So when I got to the front, I 
I put her towards the mirror and I said, so how do you like the, how do you like the cut so far? I thought it came out nice. She was like, I don't really like the front part. So I walked over to Ben, who was at the counter at the front desk. And I said, can you do me a favor and just help me with the front? She doesn't really like the cut. So he came back, didn't say anything, just started cutting it up and showing me tips and tricks of how to fix the fringe area. So I was, so he was like, is there anything more you would like for us to do to you, uh, do for the front of your hair? And she was like, no, I think that's about it. And then we were, we tried to, this is the thing. You can't ask for this type of cut with all this texture in it and not put any product in it, which is what this lady thought was going to happen. That she was going to come in, get her hair done and leave with no gel or anything so that she couldn't see the style. And then she's talking about, you know, you guys are the experts, this and that. So if that's something you have to do, like if you have to put stuff in it, go for it. So we're like, okay. Then she goes, uh, she goes to pay at the front desk and she goes, how much? So I said, I went back cause I looked at the price and it's $55 for a women's cut, including the haircut, the blow dry and the shampoo. And, uh, I went back to Ben and I said, she used to go to smart style. I think she's going to give us a hard time about paying $55. He goes, okay, just make it 35. So I brought the ticket back up to the front desk. I gave it to her. It was crossed out. It said 35. So that was it. And, uh, that, that was that for that situation. And I kind of walked away from it and I was kind of just so mad at how she like picked everything apart that we did, even though it was exactly what she asked for. So of course, later on in the day, um, he asked who this person was like the name popped up somehow. And I was in the middle of a cut and I was like, that was the second one I had with the pixie. And he goes, Oh, okay. So of course, when I was done, I didn't want to ask why. So of course, when I was done with the haircut, I went up to the front desk and I said, why'd you ask what, what so-and-so's name was? And he was like, well, she gave a, she gave a bad review, like a two out of five. And I don't ever get bad reviews. It's either someone leaves a review or they don't, which is fine. She gave me a two out of five. She said that she felt like Ben and I were ganging up on her. And she said that wasn't right of y'all to do that or to make me feel that way. No one was ganging up on her. We were trying to figure out what's the best approach to do this hair. And he was, he fixed her haircut and we both walked, we all walked away together. Like, it's not like we said, Hey, fix this fucking haircut because da 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 da. I was like, can you help me with this? Because I don't know that she's going to like it when she leaves. That's exactly what happened. I was like, this crazy chick, this crazy chick. And he was like, listen, you gave the cup nice. You did the, you did a very good job on the cut. He said the front was the only concern and we addressed it. And if she, how did it feel like we were ganging up on her? No one even said anything. We were asking her questions if she liked it or not. How do you feel ganged up on? I was like, why don't you go back to see that fucking hairdresser you don't want to see at Smart Style, continue to pay $10 for bullshit-ass hair, and then go hear some more stories about her drug addict son that you felt the need to tell me about as if I give a fuck. So this chick was a piece of shit. And anytime she came in, she was always ready to fight somebody anyway. So she can go fuck herself sideways with a crucifix. (laughs) But it was that one. And then there was one other guy I had like two weeks ago. He wasn't even a piece of work. I got warned about him, though, from Ben. And I was like, oh, great. So I've got a crazy person. And it's not that he's a crazy person. It's just the way he was saying things was so funny. And he came in. It, Mind you, it's hot out. It is hot out. So I'll give him that. He came in with sweating bullets was sweating bullets. And if anybody, okay, so the procedure of how to do a men's haircut in this salon is <laughs> you do, if you're doing a clipper cut, it's the side and the back first, and then shampoo to do the top. So that's how it works. So I am putting my hands to this guy's sweaty ass scalp <laughs> to try and sort out how we're going to do this haircut. And my clippers are going through his sweaty ass head. And I'm like, oh, cool. Ooh, good coffee. So, sorry, I had to take a sip because I haven't. And that was my first sip of the day. So maybe I'll be a little bit nicer towards the middle and end of this podcast episode. So um, 
I don't know what his story was. I do know that he felt the need to tell me he was bipolar and that the reason why he didn't have a job was because of mental health issues. And he's so funny because the way he said it, I wasn't even offended by it. He goes, <laughs> he goes, I said, oh, so what's going on with you? And he's like, oh, I have mental health issues. And uh, he was like, so he said, I have mental health issues, so I can't get a job. And he, and I was like, well, welcome to the club is what I wanted to say. I didn't say it. Don't want to offend because he looked like he was straight up serious. So of course, <clears throat> so of course, <laughs> I I told Ben later and he laughed, but that guy was sweating like he didn't have air conditioning in his car. Now, Ben told me that at some point or another, they went to school together, I guess, and he his brain has gone to mush, okay? So he is not who he used to be when he was younger. Apparently, he went to Portugal and with his dad or something. I, I you know, th- you know, the story behind this guy was just so convoluted. I could not make heads or tails of it, okay? And as much as I was trying to make heads or tails of it, nothing ever made sense. So all I know is, is that he was sweating like a hooker in church, okay? He was sweating like he was about to be on fire for the rest of his day. Like he was about to spontaneously combust while I'm doing his hair. So of course, what instantly started this whole thing of weirdness for me with this guy was that he called three times to check on his appointment time. And to be honest with you, I I thought that was interesting. I thought he was old. And not to say that old people don't have their memory, but sometimes older people can forget things. And I thought that the fact that he kept asking about his appointment time was that he was an older gentleman. So let's get past that. And then he said that he was almost there, meaning almost to the salon, an hour before his appointment, which is fine because then I would have had time to go grab lunch or whatever. So he was not almost here, by the way. And I thought that he, the way he was sweating was that he was walking. So I was like, what is he walking over here? And no, to answer your question, no. He did not. He had a car. His windows were shut, which meant he had AC. So I don't understand what the sweating was about. Maybe he was coming down from something or maybe he was sweating out some kind of drug or something. But Ben seems to think that, you know, drugs at some point turned his brain to mush. He does speak Spanish, which he tried to get me to do. And I was like, no, we're not going to do that. We're not going to make me look silly at work today. That's fine. <laughs> he was like, you should try speaking some of it with what little you know. It might help strengthen it. And I was like, mm, no, <laughs> no, let's just do the haircut. Mm-mm. So then he was asking me if tipping me a certain amount was okay. And I was like, yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Like, I'm not going to tell you what to tip me. What kind of trap is that you're trying to set? You know what I mean? Like, be cool, dude. I'm just trying to cut your hair and relax. Like, I'm trying to be super chill about this. And you're, you're putting the pressure on me for no reason. What are we doing? In any case. So that's two people. And the third one was a week ago. Uh, she was a hot mess because if I go and get my hair done, I'm telling you, me and this person are going to have a conversation about what we're doing. I would never go, I would never go get my hair done and not know what's being done. You know what I mean? Like this lady came in, I, I cut her daughter's hair. So this is, this is, this is what bothers me about the end result of this conversation. So I cut her daughter's hair. Her daughter's a very pleasant chick. She lets me, she let me do whatever. And it came up beautifully. Um, so I, uh, by the way, I've been promoting like crazy on Facebook. My hair page is hair by BB. And then on Instagram, it's hair to underscore by BB. Um, couldn't get the other one because some other lady has that one. Uh, I'm promoting it everywhere. And, uh, just promoting it on here because I'm trying to get more clients in. So Ben will stop pawning his new people off on me. (laughs) Not that I don't appreciate it. Not that I don't see you want me to try to make money, but like if they request you, they request you. And if I have a minute to breathe, because last Friday and Saturday, I did not have a minute to breathe. 
and I know money is money and you know, time is money, but I'm freaking dying some days and I need a break. Okay. Especially with his crazy attitude every so often. I wanted to kill him last week. Anyway. So, uh, yeah, back to this lady. So she told me, I sat down with her and I said, okay, so what is it we're trying to do here? What, what is it that you don't like about your hair? What do you like about your hair? And what do you want to get to? Those are, those are going to be my questions because I learned that from Nip Tuck. So that show, they, they immediately with the consultation, they say, what do you, what don't you like? Tell us what you don't like about yourself. That's what they ask. Favorite line ever. And I will always ask, tell me what you don't like about your hair. Just like that. So that we can, I think it's easier to determine because people, here's the thing. When you ask people that they know exactly what's wrong. They know exactly what to tell you. And it's not, Oh, well, I think no, it's my hair's frizzy. I have shitty ends and this and that. And this is where I want to get to. And that's how that conversation is going to go. So from now on, I think that's what I'm going to do. What don't you like about your hair? And we'll see what happens. So, um, I have a couple of color retouches today and on a Wednesday, by the way. So hopefully this book gets filled quicker and I make more money. <laughs> Jenna, <laughs> I was running Jenna, like from Forrest Gump. Anyway, so this lady comes in, her hair's, her hair is fine. Okay. And what I mean by fine is, is that when you look at it, you go, Meh, that's all right. She came in, she had faded copper highlights, which means at some point she had red. So trying to determine what she had done, I was like, okay, did you have highlights? Did you have this? Did you have this? What did they do? She was like, I don't really know. I was seeing this woman in Tampa and I just sit down and she just does my hair. I don't know exactly what she does. She comes in and she pulls the color through my hair and this and that. And I'm like, okay, so she does like a glaze on you. And she's like, yeah, I think that's what she does. And I said, okay, does she do highlights? She goes, I don't know what that is. And I said, okay, well, does she call it something else? Like foils. And she goes, well, she does put foil in my hair. And I said, ah, ah, highlights. So there's bleach involved. And I said, well, here, when we do bleach processes, we use Olaplex. And I said, are we doing half a head of highlights? She goes, I'm not exactly sure. Is that what you're seeing in my head? And I'm like, yes. I said, if anything, we can do a little more make you a little more red. She said, okay. So we had a plan. Okay. So I went through, I did her hair. Um, she had a piece of paper that had her formulas on it. So I knew which direction to go in. Only thing I didn't do in this instance was use 30 volume, which if she did come back, <laughs> I would use, uh, we do have a follow-up to this incident, by the way, in which she's probably not going to come back, but she, uh, we did the, we did the whole process her way. It was a little more coppery than red. So Ben came over and he goes, well, what we could do to counteract this is we could throw like a reddish brown in there and we, we clean it up a little bit and then we'll bring you back in next week and we'll fix it. So she said, okay. So of course we do all that shit. And she goes, my hair looks brown now. I was like, but that's what we talked about. We talked about making your hair a little brown and then we would go back in and fix it next week when you come back and we'll fix it. And she goes, I just don't like how it looks. And at this point, her hair had been so processed by everything she'd been doing before, because who knows if that lady was using Olaplex in her hair, her hair was breaking off on the ends. So of course, while she's brushing her fingers through her hair, pieces are falling off the ends. And she goes, look at my hair, it's falling out. And I'm like, I looked at Ben and I said, was there anything wrong with what I did? Not in front, not, not loud enough, but I was like, he said, she, I saw the placement of the foils for a half a head and she did everything right. He was like, she did everything that she was supposed to have done with that. He said, and the reason why your hair is breaking off on the ends is because you have had multiple different bleach processes with no treatments in between. He said, so what we can do is we can do a treatment and we can fix your color next Wednesday, which is what we had scheduled because if someone comes in on a Saturday or any, any days of operation, they have 48 hours to get a redo done in which we fix the entire thing for free. That's essentially how that works. So Saturday, Wednesday would be the last day because we open Tuesday. So Wednesday's the last day. And, uh, that's when we scheduled her for, she would be under my book 
but Ben was Ben is in with me all the time. So he would have been he would have fixed it. He would have shown me the process. Like we would have done it together. So he's like, so he styled it for her. She left. Um, she left okay. Apparently Tuesday she called back and she was giving Lily, our other receptionist, our other new receptionist, an issue with uh, coming in, saying that uh, she didn't have time to come in or some shit like that or. Um, she couldn't get in on that day. So she'd rather just wait the six weeks to get her stuff done. And essentially what she's trying to do is shake us down, which is that she wanted to come in in six weeks to, um, in six weeks, she wanted to get a whole service done for free. And of course, Ben was in such a rare mood. Like he was, he was in such a rare mood. That he was like, no, we're not, we're not doing that. Like Lily gave him the phone and she started going off about how inconvenient it is, I guess, to get in. Cause he didn't have time Tuesday. Cause she was trying to get in on Tuesday instead of Wednesday. And he didn't have any time in his schedule on Tuesday for that. So he, uh, he quickly hung up the phone on her because she kept going on and on about it. And I was cracking up. I was like, this is crazy. So, um, I felt bad because I, I do her daughter's hair. So who knows if that girl is going to come back to me now that she had, now that her mother had an issue. But he was like, I'm surprised that we didn't get any bad ratings that day. He goes, because I had some other lady in my chair and she was making these crazy demands like left, right and center, not crazy demands, but she just didn't seem to know what she wanted. And it was just a consultation. It wasn't even, well, I think she sat down to try and get her hair done and during the consultation process, he was kind of like, I don't think there's anything that we can do for you here. I don't think this is the right salon for you, which I think is hysterical because that is an option for me to say. That's an option for me to say. And I just laughed because I was cracking. I was cracking up because he, a rare mood for him because he's always so nice and he's he's like a yes guy. And that's what makes me laugh is because he was like, I don't think this is the right salon for you. I can give you some recommendations, but he's like, I don't really think that there's anything we can do for you here. I was like, oh shit, like this guy. But, um, yeah, so that's, that's the interesting stuff I've had happen. My actual, my schedule is actually filling up really quickly and I've only been there like a month and some change, like a month and a week now. And it's really exciting because. You know, I'm trying to promote myself like this right here is what I mean by like promoting myself and building my brand and all this shit. Like I have so many like different talents that I should be working off of. And for some reason, like an idiot, I'm just like squandering it. I'm bullshit. And I have a lot of people who are supporting it and saying that, you know, you know, you're not built for a nine to five job. You're built for more creative things. And I really appreciate that because things are coming to fruition for me that I never thought were attainable. Like when I first started working at this place in February, I never thought I would actually get to the point of actually styling hair. And what's funny about it is, is when I started, like within my first week, I was knocking them out. And Ben was actually really surprised with my skill. And I was like, well, if you had me actually do some stuff in February, we wouldn't have had an issue. You know what I mean? So I'm now dealing with uh, actual customers and doing stuff, and I'm actually enjoying my time instead of, you know, scrubbing toilets and hating shit for 10 an hour. I'm actually making what I'm supposed to be making. But, um, and I'm in a good salon too, because nothing there is cheap. Like these people are throwing money, throwing money back. Mm. My actual, my Saturday is actually really stupid busy. So that's exciting. Um, I hope it stays that way, because, you know, we're going through COVID part two, apparently, because there's a new variant out and people are getting it. I'm vaccinated, but I don't think it protects against the new variant, whatever. My mom told me yesterday that all four of them in that house got it. Well, five, because Will is there. Um, all five of them, I think, got it. Uh, they all tested positive on Sunday. So I was like, well, guess where I won't be going for the next two weeks? <laughs> oh, shit. Um yeah. So, uh, big things coming, but, um, can't stop doing this again. Okay. I've also turned 32 since then. And I actually feel like it's a pretty good year so far. Like I'm super mellow for some reason. I haven't been as upset as I usually am. I'm just relaxing. Like it's peaceful. I wake up stupid early before work just so that I can relax before work because I work 10 to eight and, uh, 
It's a 10-hour day. It's four 10-hour days, three days off. So today's my Monday. And uh, it's going to be a super chill day. I have two clients. Maybe I could finagle my boss into doing my hair today because he made me mad because I had so much time between two clients. Oh, God. And he didn't, he, he'd rather do the work on a mannequin, this fucking guy. Anyway, anyway, not the problem, not the issue, nothing. Uh, maybe I can get him to do like a black in my hair or some shit. Because he, he likes, he said I look good with dark hair. I shouldn't say he likes me with dark hair because that sounds very like boyfriendy and he's my boss. And he said I look good with dark hair. So I think I'm going to try and do like maybe some red. Like I want to do red. Red or like some honey stuff. But like I said, man, everybody else is get, taking the time to get their hair done. I've only had my hair done once there. And he's not cutting my hair anymore. So I'll tell you that. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I want to do something to my hair. And I swear to God, if he doesn't do it, I'm going to start pouring color on my head in front of him. Like a kid having a tantrum. Okay? That's what's happening from now on. Not playing this shit anymore. Um, let me see. Oh, boy. Anyway, sorry. I just live with some crazy gossip shit. Um, <laughs> so back to uh, back to. Oh, I got to tell you, we got some good people working now. We have Daniel, who's an assistant from South Africa. He's awesome. And we got Natalie and we got Lily. Natalie is my bitch. I love her. <laughs> I'm working with her today. Actually, I'm so hyped to work with her because all we do is talk so much shit not about anyone there but like you know how I am I just talk nonsense to talk nonsense and it's always funny to me how well I get along with certain people and uh she's 34 she has like three daughters and her husband's like a, a heart and lung machine operator or something like that I don't know what the fuck it's called but when someone's put under, he operates the machine that controls the hearts and the heart and the lungs. I don't, I don't remember what it's called. Um, but she says it like it's a fucking blase. Like she's like, Oh, he just operates a heart and lung machine during surgeries. And we're like, okay. And does Oprah come to your house for tea parties? Like what the fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> like what's going on? Like the latest thing we did on Saturday. Yo. Oh my gosh. I was cracking up. Because she <laughs> Saturday night we were talking about Halloween for some reason, and it was it was me, Ben, and Natalie that day. So she works full shifts like Fridays and Saturdays for the most part. So we were laughing because we were talking about what we were going to be for Halloween, and Halloween is on a Saturday. I mean, Halloween's on a Sunday, and we're open Saturday, so we're going to dress up Saturday. And uh, we were laughing because. <laughs> Before that, we were talking about, you know, going out and stuff and like hanging out as like a team, like going out for drinks and stuff. And uh, he said, uh, <laughs> we, we've come to the conclusion that Ben didn't know what thoughts were. T-H-O-T-S. So I was like, Natalie, Natalie, I know you know what a thought is. Ben has to know what a thought is. And he goes, he started laughing because in confusion, I'm guessing. So he's like, he was like, he goes, thought? Like question mark? And I'm like, yeah, that hoe over there. And he started laughing, dude, so hard. <laughs> was, he was cracking up. Like his face was so red, I'd never seen him laugh so hard. And he was like, uh, I was cracking up because we were talking about and then we got into the conversation about Halloween and he said, we said he should be Captain Thought. Like, because we, we were going to do like, like hair vengers, like something stupid. It's so cheesy. I said it and now I regret saying it because it just, everyone's rolling with it. And I'm like, okay, let's, let's be cool. Let's, let's chill with that. And, um, we said we were, he was going to go as Captain Thought and, um, <laughs> and on the shield, he would have, uh, like the Ghostbuster sign, and it says thought on it. So it's like no thoughts or whatever. Do not thought, whatever. I don't know. Anyway, but I thought that was a silly idea. He kind of just rolled with it, and now we've just been rolling with thoughties and shit. <laughs> and he was like, uh, Ben, you act like you don't know what thoughts are. There's nothing but thoughties out there. And he said something like, um, something about going out. And then 
And I was like, yeah, he's going to roll out with them thotties. And he goes, yeah, Corinne, you coming? And I'm like, what? <laughs> I was like, hold up, hold up. No, he didn't. I was like, no, you didn't just say that I was a thotty. <laughs> I'm like, this guy just learns a word and just goes with it. Like fucking Julio. Like when we play anything, like panty dropper was the craziest shit. And then we got him trying to figure out what uh, opposable thumbs are. I'm like, this fucking guy. Like, <laughs> insane. Captain Thotty. And then, of course, on, uh, what day was it? Oh, it was Saturday. Okay. So he shows us, <laughs> Ben shows us like a conversation, like a screenshot of a hinge convo with this chick. And apparently he liked her picture and it took her like a month to get back, it feels like. And, uh, her first question right out the gate is, what do you do for a living? First of all, rude. You don't ever ask that shit. Like I, like the first thing you ask someone is something simple. Like, what do you like to do for fun? Not what do you do for a living? You fucking, you know, gold digger. Anyway. So he said, he said he manages a McDonald's. (laughs) So we were like, let me look at this group chat. It was me, Natalie, and Ben as a, in the group chat. So let me just see. I got to look for this shit. This was so fucking funny. <laughs> she goes, hey, Ben, what do you do for work? He said, hey, Joanne, I'm a manager at McDonald's. What do you do? She goes, how long have you been a manager? I'm a territory manager for a mobile physicians group. He goes, So he was asking, what should I say next? So we were saying the crazy... Well, I was saying the craziest shit, Okay. Uh, he was like, um, let me see. Uh, let's see. I said, so your main job is managing at McDonald's, but you're a club promoter on the weekends. And Natalie is like, oh, club promoter. I like it. And he also sells drugs like high end drugs, like cocaine. And I said, I believe they call it quote unquote white girl. And she goes, call what white girl cocaine? <laughs> See, so this is the caliber of people I'm dealing with. I feel like saying y'all are too innocent to be having these conversations with me or having these hypotheticals with me. And then so I said, and then we got into some side chit chat about what I was eating and I was having some Taco Bell. So he was like, I said, okay, so your main job is managing McDonald's and your second job on the weekends is a club promoter. (laughs) And Natalie goes, so he's supposed to say he's a manager at McDonald's and also a club g- promoter who sells white girls? I was like, that's exactly it. I said, that girl will get so lost in the wording. And Ben goes, Club BKS, because that's what the salon is called, the Benjamin Kyle Salon, so it's BKS. And uh, so dumb. And then Natalie goes, say you're bu- super busy managing all your thotties at the salon. <laughs> And then I'm like, wow, dude. I said, thotties with bodies salon. <laughs> TWB. <laughs> so we're just talking stupid shit in this group chat. He goes literally laughing out loud, this guy. <laughs> so this is crazy. So I scrolled all the way. Well, I'm scrolling down into the rest of this commercial here. Commercial, excuse me. Group chat. What the fuck? So he said, I spend most of my time promoting a club, BKS, in the village. The girls there are a lot of fun and incredibly talented. I love them. And he said, shoot, my spelling was off. Where? He has one spelling mistake and he really, anyway. Yo, (laughs) he said, 1-800-CHOKED-AT-HO. I'm so done. Anyway, it was the stupidest, it was the stupidest evening ever. But um, that was what we were doing Saturday night, I think. Was it Saturday night or was it Sunday night? I think it was Sunday night. Because <laughs> I had Taco Bell, I think, early Sunday, and I had leftovers later. So it was the dumbest shit. <laughs> but, um, okay, so here we go. So back to Dirty John, because this is really what I wanted to talk about. Um, I saw the Betty Broderick one. Can I just tell you that, you know, that show is mine and another couple of chicks' lives? Okay? How many times have you ladies dated somebody, uplifted them a little bit, like built up their life to get them to the point of actually being decent human beings. And then they turn around, dump you and start dating somebody else with the better life you helped them create. Okay. This bitch is my hero. Okay. Because she 
when she was younger, she gave up a lot of her life because she was going to be a, <clears throat> I think she was also going to be a lawyer. She dropped out of school because she kept getting pregnant because this guy just wanted to keep putting babies in her and did not believe in abortion. So he, they had, they ended up having three kids uh, she had a lot of medical issues while she was pregnant with all three of them, and he just did not give a fuck. He started out in med school when he met her. He was having, he was doing free work in a lab, and they weren't make, they were dirt, dirt poor. And she just followed him wherever he wanted to go, helping him pursue his dreams. Meanwhile, leaving hers behind and being the perfect homemaker because that's all she knew how to do, and that's all she could ever do because she couldn't work. Because she was maintaining the household with the kids. Or just chose not to because it was just easier. Whatever. I don't care. This woman's my hero and I'm going to tell you why. So. Needed a sip. Um, so when they get into further into adulthood, he gets into a good place where he starts working. She starts to build him up in his head as someone who can run his own firm. Which he does. And he becomes really fucking successful. He had a medical degree and a law degree. So he pursued malpractice as his main practice. As his main, you know, the cases he would take. He was a malpractice lawyer against doctors. And uh, because he knew all the processes and everything because he went to med school. So their whole romantic story. I love the way this show does this, by the way, the Dirty John shows. I love the way they do it. They set this up so nicely. They show the background and how in love they used to be and everything like that. And then, of course, one of his sleazy co-workers starts having an affair with a younger woman. And he starts to do the same shit. He does the same shit because I guess he wanted out of his old life because Betty Broderick, um, I forget what her name was, Amanda Pete played her. There we go. She starts to like, she wants him to realize that they came from nothing and they have everything now. And all she did was want him to be grateful for how everything went. And all he wanted to do was forget where he came from and just act like he's been this big macho guy his whole life. And he, I guess she must have been like a reminder of what his old life used to be. And I think it's really interesting that it was two people in the same relationship with two different views. But like at the same time, you can't throw someone like that away just because, you know, like just have a conversation. Like they even went to a, a couple's therapy at their church. He didn't want to, but he did it for her because she saw something happening in their relationship. She saw that they were drifting apart. But had she done it in a more subtle way than act crazy and make accusations and shit, he probably would have just chilled. But he did gaslight her towards the end, making her feel like their relationship was going to go somewhere. And it didn't because he he brought this chick up from the temp pool and brought her up to be his uh, paralegal, even though she had no exp no typing experience. So Betty got suspicious of that. And um, I forgot what the husband's name was, but who cares? It's a piece of shit. Um, he brought her up from the temp pool and she became a paralegal magically like overnight. And then she started to learn how to, uh, she started to learn how to type. Like she started to make herself learn how to type so that she could be more useful. And um, yeah, so that's, that's what that went. And that's how that went. And uh he just, I guess, overnight, his heart changed. But, of course, with the gaslighting, he was seeing both of them. All right. So he was trying to make his wife seem more comfortable so she would stop questioning shit. And, of course, he was still seeing that chick but hiding it from his wife. So she went crazy, slowly. The way she is my hero is that she kills both of them. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Um, she kills both of them and that's, that's where I draw the line. Okay. I mean, my hero, because she did something about it, not the way she did it. Okay. Um, because there's been many a time where I've been upset to the point where I maybe could go to jail for some stuff, but I won't do it 
And that's where the psychology in it lies. But if you ever watch it, it's actually really good. Um, it's on Netflix, both seasons. The first season, though, with Eric Bana, let me tell you, I didn't know it was going to get that fucking violent at the end. Okay? But it did. And I'm thankful that that guy got killed also. Because what a crazy person. So. Hmm. Anyway. Um, so apparently I do remember how to podcast. <laughs> Um, but I've been in the process of promoting my hair stuff more often, um, between, between trying to do schoolwork and, you know, work with this crazy schedule and, you know, try and play video games. I gotta get back to streaming too. I'm trying to fill up my time with things so that I'm not really like idling, uh, because I did, I did pull in a good amount of change last time I did Twitch. So I might have to, I gotta find a game though. That's worthy of playing on Twitch though. I still have the same shit rotation. Maybe I'll just play Sims and people will come in and just chill. I'm not going to do anything too stupid on Sims, though. Because I know some people just like to be chatting with me. And I'd rather play a game that's like less me having to pay attention and more me conversing with people. Um, I think that's my stronger suit. Um, because when I get quiet, I feel like people leave, but like, if I'm just constantly like building something or just chilling like that, and then I'll be like, Oh, Hey, what's going on? Da, 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 da. It usually works out better. So I think I'm probably going to try and do like some less intensive shit. I actually beat resident evil village. And that was a surprise because, um, I never beat those games. <laughs> so I'm kind of surprised in myself for that. Uh, very happy about it, actually. The the younger me would be very happy. But like I said, I guess 32 is a whole new thing. So we'll see how it goes. Um, my apartment's coming together slowly. Uh, I went a good bit of change without a TV in the living room, but now I have one. Uh, I do think at this point that all I really need now are like some area rugs or something and stuff to put up on the walls. Like I actually have a couple of boxes with stuff like pictures in it of, excuse me, of stuff that I can put up. So that'll be nice. Um, I just gotta, you know, be around to do it. And I'm never really around anymore. So I'm like paying for a space I'm never at, (laughs) but I'm making the money to do it. So who cares? Um, but other than that, I think that's it. Uh, I found a good couple, I got found a good couple food places around where I live. There's a mall, there's a Best Buy where I've been getting my TVs and shit. And, um, yeah, so that's pretty much it. Uh, oh yeah. So one more thing. So I went to get my acrylics taken off and my eyebrows waxed the other day. And I got to tell you, this lady ripped the fuck out of my thumbnail and my middle finger. And I'm so pissed off, but like she got, okay, here's the problem with getting your eyebrows waxed. Okay. How come every time I go get my eyebrows waxed, someone gets wax in my hair? Like, how do you not clean that up? How do you think that's acceptable to let me leave with wax in my hair? Like, sure, I'm not going to see it till I put my hair up because my hair was down yesterday. But at the same time, can you do me a favor and just use the wax remover, the oil, and fucking just run it through really quick? Like, for fuck's sake, man, I go in there and looking all nice. I come out looking like my face has been beat the fuck up or that I've been mugged or some shit. My forehead looks red as fuck because you didn't let that shit cool down enough. Like, God damn. Anyway, so that's my rant for that. But, um, oh, also, I have another question. Do, who thinks that Drake can fight? I had this conversation with somebody, and apparently they told me what his real name was. So let's see. I'm going to Google it because I don't remember, or maybe this person will answer me. real name again. So I just texted, but we'll see. I'm going to Google it though, because I want to see Drake, Drake's real name. Okay. Let's see. Oh, okay. Aubrey Drake Graham. (laughs) Dude, his name's Aubrey. What? That's crazy. That's crazy, but also funny because he probably can't fight. But let me tell you something, the way he's, the way he raps slash sings, because he both, he does both, obviously, he sounds like he could, he sounds like he could throw hands and he hangs out with people who can throw hands. (laughs) Okay. 
So, uh, oh, also, oh, I probably already talked about this. Crystalia is back. Not that anyone cares, but y'all know that I was following that for a while. He's back and he's been putting out episodes and uh, he's still been putting, okay, regardless of the Patreon, he's still been putting it out on iTunes, iTunes, excuse me, Apple Podcasts, um, and his videos have been popping. So that's pretty much it. That's all I wanted to cover. Um, I got, how many more piercings do I have now? I have two, two more. So we're, we're up to one, two, three, four, five. So we're up to five now. I got the, the conch, I think. Um, but yeah, so that's it pretty much. I think the next thing I want to work on is a tattoo maybe, but, um, yeah, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. It was kind of all over the place because I'm trying to catch you up on everything as it goes. I know it wasn't an hour, but I kind of have to get ready for my day now or watch some TV or play some Sims or whatever the fuck I want to do. But, uh, please follow me on all the social medias. Uh, I've been changing my names a lot, but, um, I'll put the links in the bio. I mean, links in the fucking (laughs) caption of this. (laughs) But thanks, guys. Um, I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day and week. And I'm going to try and be more, you know, around. Maybe I'll make another Facebook page just for Cuckoo with Coco where we can post questions and shit and post my links. Because I feel like Facebook seems to work better than doing like a random website. Because no one's going to go to that. Everyone's on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. So I got to fix those. But I'm going to I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it because I have nothing but time. So thanks, guys, for listening. And I know this was a surprise episode, uh, but I'm back. So let's do this again. And oh, yeah, we missed the two year anniversary. Shit. Um, Very sad. But two year anniversary happened at the end of July. I forget. Uh, I think it was my grandfather's birthday. I'm not sure. Um, But yeah, we made it kind of made it two years. But I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. (laughs) Love you guys. Later.